What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and this week on the Marvel Movie Marathon, we have the great privilege to talk about the first film of 2019, Mm, that being Captain Marvel. 2018 was a great year for us, guys. There was a lot of great movies in 2018, and now we are entering our final year on the marathon, on the Marvel Movie Marathon. There is three, four movies in 2019. For For now. That's true. Yes, we are not ending it. But yes, there are four movies that we have left to review in this coming Marvel so movie sad. marathon. I know, I know. It's 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 really sad. But we can savor the moment because we still have four more to talk about. And this week, it's Captain Marvel. And I'm not going to be the only one talking about it. All right? Also joining us on this podcast are the gentlemen who helped make it possible. This Marvel movie marathon, first and foremost, we have Mr. Ethan Wenstoff. Ethan, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. I am happy to be here. This is our our 54th film on this Marvel movie marathon, but our second female-led film. That's right. Our first oh. one would be the great, great film, Electra. Yeah, I'm excited to be here talking about Captain Marvel. Is it as good as Electra? Oh, we better hope and pray that it is. But <laughs> famously, Electra was not 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 too hot. But no, I'm excited to cool learn classic. how. How Nick Fury lost his eye. I'm excited to see what what happens. Iconic villains, the Scrolls, mm. making their debut ooh, in Captain Marvel. Ooh. What's gonna happen? It's gonna be a good movie. We're gonna talk about it. Not just not just me and Ethan here, but also oh. Mr. Micah. Oh, Micah, you how are you? Mother flurkin, man. I'll censor I that. Am... Wow. All right, we are a rated R podcast, yes, now, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about Captain Marvel. Uh, you know, my my favorite show of the year was Secret Invasion. <laughs> Uh, I loved how... And your favorite movie, famously, The Marvels. Yeah, and so, The Marvels is my favorite movie of the year. So really, this, this really goes just hand in hand mm. and, and how uh, excited I was to go into this movie. Yes. And, yes. and I can't wait to see where the roots of all of my favorite characters come from. Mm. There is not a better time to review 2019's Captain Marvel. And I, I will say... Um, I'm just going to start off right off the bat by saying this is better than Secret Invasion and the Marvels. Mm. I'm just going to just jump right Whoa. out there. Nah, all right. Dude. The podcast is over. We don't even wow. need to go, go any further with that. Yeah. Mikey gave it a 10. I'll give it a 10 right now. Ben, then you're giving 9. it a 9. 9.5. Right? 9.5. 9. He doesn't give 10s. We'll see you next week. Same bad time. You're the guy who doesn't give 10s. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't given one, right? Nope. No 10s yet. Maybe this Ooh, is the week, guys. So this is the week. Little little tease there. Well, for we're you. gonna find out, folks. Let's hit up our sling rings and head over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Get that thing away! Have the kid in here. The cat. <laughs> this isn't what you're afraid of, is it? That's not a cat. 
That's a flurkin. Oh! Set in 1995, Captain Marvel follows the journey of Veers, a Kree warrior who suffers from amnesia and recurring nightmares of a life on Earth as Carol Danvers. Mm. As Veers uncovers Ooh. the truth about her past, she finds herself caught in the middle of a galactic war between the Kree and the Skrulls, shape-shifting aliens who pose a threat to the entire universe. With the help of Nick Fury, a young S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, young S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, Veers Ooh. must harness her incredible powers to stop the Skrulls and uncover the secrets of her true identity will it happen this is four years now removed from captain marvel it's a long time folks and we are as micah said at the start removed from secret invasion and the marvels most recently and how does it hold up is it <laughs> is it any good is, is it better than when it usually came up but what i want to pose to you guys is the question i always do right at the start what were your thoughts Back then, back in 2019, and I'll shoot this over to Mr. One Slot first. Ooh, yes, Where you were get, you at? Where was I at? I was in the theater. Guys, come on. The, you, you know, the, a movie in between Infinity War and Endgame, if I wasn't already in the theaters, which I was for every Marvel movie, I was, of course, there for this one. And uh, I remember I went in, people, people were really hating on this movie. I went in, I watched it, and I remember being, or I uh, remember thinking, that was okay. Like, it wasn't anything special. And uh, then I left the theater, and here I am, four years later, having just watched it for my second time today. Whoa. This is the second time I've ever seen this movie. Oh, I thought you meant you watched it twice today. Oh, I didn't. No, 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 no. No, I would not. <laughs> Watching it for my second time Do today. you know, <laughs> there was a man who saw this movie a record number of times. Oh, I hate theater. that picture you guys, so much. Did you guys... This guy saw Captain Marvel 140 times. 140 Brie Larson posted times. it on her, on her Instagram story. There you go. Good, it's right there. Good for that guy. What's the math, Micah? Times. Can, you, oh, oh. can you calculate the runtime of this All right. movie? 140, 140 times, times. times two, two hours. hours and one minute. <laughs> Carry the one. 280 hours. It's a lot. 11 guys. and a half days Ooh. spent watching Captain Marvel. You know what? All right. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. 140. What's like the average movie ticket? $10? $8? Uh, let's go let's go with $12. That's average cuz he probably lived in a, like a like a big area. Okay, yeah, and he's going to go watch it in IMAX a couple times yes, too probably, so right. So you have to carry it a little bit. 1000 <laughs> 600 and eighty dollars plus he probably bought the steelbook day one mm. sixty more dollars <laughs> so he can watch it even more times plus a disney plus subscription because you know he's going to get disney plus to watch it digitally yeah. anywhere he goes well, imax enhanced version. imax enhanced yeah. as we watched it even brie larson must have been like i mean look at her face she's like she's this guy okay? like like she's doing a surprised face but it's something like a this guy's a creep phase. It's gotta be. <laughs> this guy found a thing. You know what? We're not gonna get into it, folks. Let, the point being, there was people who liked this movie. But, back to you, Ethan, it didn't sound like you were insanely hot. Uh, no, I wasn't. It uh, Even when I've done full marathon, like, rewatches of the whole MCU, this has been one that, I don't, like, intentionally skip it. It just ends up, like, yeah, I just end up not watching it because you have like that weird like, oh, yeah, chronologically, it's right after Captain America. So you could watch it then. But really, it fits here between Ant-Man and Endgame. But who wants to watch it there? You really watching it, the second in your binge? Like, no, you're not watching that? that second. So 
yeah, it just isn't one I revisit a lot. And then I have to say, I mean, after revisiting it today, this movie is like the best. Mo- no, I'm kidding, guys. Uh- <laughs> it's definitely the best Marvel movie set in the 90s. Mm, uh, Blade is set in the 90s. I'm pretty I believe, sure. The best MCU movies set in the, the 90s. X Men movies are set in the 90s. Too. 99. For the first one, it's still ninety, Micah. Plus, yeah. it, it when it, when it does the jump forward, it doesn't give us a just whatever. I'm diving into that, but <laughs> no, I'm uh, yeah. This movie's a movie that we watched today, and I'm excited to talk about it. I don't, I don't have crazy hate towards it, but I'm definitely not gonna fight against any hate you guys throw this movie's way. Mm. Okay, Mister Hutt, did you see this movie in theaters? No. No, no. Let me. I don't even have a story for this one. It was just like I, I was it. gonna say. Let me tell you a story because I've said that the past few times now yes. uh, that there was a story to be told. However, looking through all of the documentation that I have, all of the pictures, all the memories, just a normal week for me. This one completely whoosh, passed me by. Um, I believe this was a movie that I saw folding laundry. And it wasn't one of the good ones uh, that I remember folding laundry. Like you know, some of the movies I I fold the laundry and I I, I kept watching the movie. And I was like, wow, this is really good. Uh, like Black Panther. Like I, I mean, even Solo piqued my interest a little bit. Uh, Rogue One was one of those movies. Mm. I've folded a lot of laundry. I will tell you, gentlemen. And uh, this movie was a movie that I folded laundry to, and then. I, when I finished, I put the laundry away, and I took a nap. Okay. Yeah. Your folding laundry was more interesting than Captain Marvel, would you say? What? I do have a lot of shirts. Mm. Some of them are pretty cool. Some of them are pretty cool. I don't know. I th- All right. There's a lot to like about this movie, but also a lot not to like about this movie. And Agreed. I think yeah. that there's just not enough there to... Get this across the line for me. Uh, there, I'll talk about it. But for me, I watched this. Um, I mean, just on a normal day, there yeah. was no, it didn't impact me. It didn't change me in any way. Uh, I was just. I think this is the beginning of the end for the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. This mm-hmm. is the start of creating characters that don't leave any lasting impact. They don't. We don't care about them at all. They don't have any emotional payoffs. They don't connect with anybody. And they just kind of exist to fill a slot on the character roster. Mm. And I wish it wasn't for a female lead because then there's the cheap jab at, oh, she's just a female lead. People are just jabbing at her because she's female. No. Because Micah hates women. Because Micah hates women, yeah. Yeah. I'll have you know, I watched Room earlier this week and I love... Did you actually? I did watch The Room earlier. What did you think of that? I liked it. That was the second time, third time I've watched that movie now. Um, And I watched it with Rebecca. We both really liked it. She is a very great actress. Uh, She holds, I mean, there's three people in that movie basically for the first half of it. And she holds her own. She, um, She makes you feel emotion. She just really sells the character. And here, I think she's just dealt a bad hand. Yeah, like, I don't think anyone sits here and goes, yeah, Brie Larson, casting her as Captain Marvel, that's awful. Awful choice. No, I think really good choice. We just haven't seen the reward of that choice, especially in this movie. You don't Mm -hmm. see it. So 
who is to blame though? That's that's part partially where I'm at because in in one way this movie makes a billion dollars. There's no surprise yeah. there. Every Marvel film in 2019 makes over a billion dollars. And yet, even now, 4 years after this, a movie later, another a TV show later, I still am not sold on this character who is played by this Oscar-winning actress, mm-hmm. Brie Larson. So, who's to blame here? Who wrote the movie? Is that the problem? Is the writing the problem in this movie? It might be. I'm going to venture to guess that yes, it is. That's one of my problems with the Let movie. Let me see what else yeah. she's done, the the director. Uh, so directed by Anna Bowden, I believe that's how you pronounce it, is our second female director that we've seen in our Marvel movie podcast. Uh, and this First. is second only to the director of Punisher War Zone. Ooh, Punisher Peak Zone. Punisher Peak Ben's, Zone. Famously Ben's favorite movie on the marathon. Lexi Punisher. Alexander. The sequel to Ben's favorite movie. Uh, but it is not our first... Uh, that, that was also not our first woman involvement uh, in, in the movies. Famously, our first movie, Howard the Duck, was written by a Willard and a Gloria Katz. Uh, Willard... Yes, I I do know what you're talking about. And Gloria Katz. And uh, I'll also let you guys know, Guardians of the Galaxy was written by James Gunn and Nicole Perlman, Mm -hmm. who also, Nicole Perlman was also on the writing staff for Captain Marvel, along with Meg LaValve, Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck, and Geneva Robertson Dwarrett. So there are a couple women on the staff here, yeah. which is more than any of our other movies combined. <laughs> well, I, and I hate right. like I hate you highlighting that like in the negative way where we're. No, just no, I, say, I think it's it's significant to no. uh, what we're what we're talking. I mean, this is our first female yeah. movie. Like this is it, guys. <laughs> well, we are on the subject of who's to blame, yeah. right? <laughs> so, Unfortunately, so, and that I would is, say, that is who it is. <laughs> and I would say that the writing in this movie is not good. I at no point am endeared to the character of Carol Danvers. And I am going to say the same thing that I said on the Miss Marvel podcast, where if that is the case, this is not a movie that's made for me. All right. I I like a lot of movies and this really doesn't fit into the category, even though it's a a uh, multi-million dollar comic book superhero film. Billion dollar. Billion okay, the billion. That, that sounds like something that's right up my wheelhouse. And yet this one just does not meet the mark. This, I'm not going to lie, had me back in a place where I haven't been in a a while in a place where I have, you know, this is almost pre-MCU to where I just sit down and watch a movie I haven't seen in a long time or have never seen and just... and slog my way through I think it. it's for me at least it's specifically the third act where yeah. the slog hits it it gets into that third act fatigue where you're just done Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel's flying around she's blowing up ships and you're just you want to leave you don't want to watch anymore and I hate that because I think the setup is super cool I really do like the start of this movie I like the idea of the scrolls and the way that they're like invading earth i think it's really cool now i don't know about the choice to wipe carol's memory and the way that they trickle her memory back into the story that feels really messy but i think like at the 
the core of this, there is a good movie and a good story to be told. It just the way the way it is presented isn't my favorite. If you've seen the the Marvels most recently, that has the same issue. Uh, the setup, the story that comes before the story you're watching is kind of really interesting. I would almost rather see that story mm. than the one that we are presented. The with. stuff that they skip over is the stuff that I'm most interested in. And I feel like in this movie, if they spent more time on, uh, while I do really like the, uh, the unknown beginnings of this movie, I, mm -hmm. I like how they take this in a different direction mm. where they start off with this war hero, Carol Dan or Vers, um, being, Veers. You know, Veers being yeah. super powerful, but she's being restricted by other, uh, by this man, <laughs> uh, commander dude. In the <laughs> commander? Commander. Oh! And uh, I, I like the, the beginnings. I like how the rug is pulled out from under, under us. The scrolls, if you weren't paying attention in the previous movies about the Kree, the Kree are the bad guys and the scrolls are the good guys. Um, but we don't know about the scrolls before. Whatever, you know, in the context of this movie, I think the beginning act makes a lot of sense. I like it. Um, the action is pretty good. The world building, the sci-fi-ness of it is really awesome. I think they should have stuck with it for the rest of the movie. I think this should have been not an Earth movie. Yes. As much as it was. I think that the only Earth parts that should have been there were the flashbacks. I even said it right when they did the first flashback. I was like, oh, that I, I don't remember it being like this. This is cool. If they kept it as a uh, a Top Gun-esque, you know, flashback only on Earth, and she just remembers things as the story progresses, and then it's revealed while she's still in space, still doing all that stuff, mm. I think it would have worked better if it wasn't an Earth story. It didn't have to be an Earth story. Why does this Captain Marvel movie have to be you know spotlighted on nick fury yeah. why did i care more about nick fury than captain marvel i mean like, what well, you say that but then when i think about the movie i just watched my favorite elements are the the scrolls when they're first put on earth yeah and when they're taking and when there's like that um before they start getting all comedic yeah that paranoia where uh nick fury's in the car and phil colson calls him on the radio and he's like he looks over at scroll phil colson like like that stuff all that stuff is really good that's my favorite stuff in oh, this yeah. movie so when you take the earth out of it you lose that mm. so that that would be my one one concern with I that think, yeah until the scrolls even on the spaceship before when they're uh uh reading their mind and stuff i think those lines there are where i'm kind of teetering the fence and then they lose me completely once they get to louisiana and uh talos is having that conversation mm. it just changes what 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 idea you had of this movie that it was going to be not like in a good way it's in a in a way that leaves you like oh well i was just invested in in this like scrolls having at least some sort of coolness about them mm. and now there's no coolness to them at all and it wasn't just the mystery of them it was the the mis like uh, it was the mystery it, it wasn't the mystery it was the it mystery. was the threat all right it was yeah, the, the threat, threat of them yeah. not the mystery it was the threat there was an actual threat yeah from someone other than thanos mm -hmm. that was presented that was a really cool and the concept we have no threat in my mind that is my biggest problem going into this i was a huge fan 
of the superhero show called Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And in that, there is a huge scroll storyline where they invade Earth and they take control of Captain America. And no one knows. And it is fantastic. The paranoia that they go through over who's a scroll. It disbands the Avengers in that show. And so when I heard that scrolls were going to be the main villains and that they were going to be coming to the MCU. I was ecstatic. Yeah. I would, I would make up theories. Who's a scroll right now. There were many videos on the internet before secret invasion, oh, yeah. even that detailed who's going to be a scroll. And I was so invested the whole beginning sequence when they're on that, that uh, space planet with the, the, they're extracting this Kree character who cares what his name is? And they're going, their whole team's going down, and they have no idea who's who. And that sense of paranoia is what got me so yeah, invested yeah. in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really even care about the characters because I was like, oh man, this is going to be so great going forward in the MCU. And then they make them good guys. And that is just the worst. They are such good villains. The MCU has wasted the potential of the scrolls. And then they try to do it again. And it just loses all the threat. So you're mm. absolutely right. Yeah, in Secret mm. Invasion. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They go, yeah, they go, all right, this half is good. This half is bad here in Secret Invasion. But then the, the show is just bad. Why make the scrolls a good guy? Why, why would you do that in order to feel sorry for someone, in order to make the villains even more worse than they already are? In the comics, both the scrolls and the Kree are bad guys. You can have them be both. It is very clearly possible. And guess what? Who are you rooting for? Captain Marvel, because is, she is at the center of all of this, this huge war. Is this the first time that they've done uh, a bad guys in the comics are good guys in the movies? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But either, like as well versed. Versed. I know. Yeah. No, Yandu was a guardian. I'm not sure. I'm not, that's a good question. Comment, comment down below. It's just, that's my biggest pet peeve with this movie. Mm. That's the part of the movie that actually makes me angry Besides yes. the big part that's like, yeah. I'm just bored throughout the whole movie, mm -hmm. you know? Never once am I legitimately like sitting up in my seat and I'm invested in the movie. I mm -hmm. just, it's kind of a slog to get through. And I'm glad, I really am, that I watched it with you guys. <laughs> because or else it would have been two hours alone sitting on my phone. Mm -hmm. As much as I try you not to on, you your, were phone, even on ben, your phone sometimes. Come ben. on. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what we do on the marathon. The, the biggest sin a movie can commit is to make you bored watching it. Mm. It's not like a Ghost Rider that is offensively bad that I laugh at. Actually, Ghost Rider was just bad, bad. Mm. This is just... It's up in the air and it's just boring. They and should have made it. Uh, so Carol Danvers, her power set is so unique from what everyone else has. It's like Thor with the axe flying around, you know, but like amplified with Iron Man's beams plus, you know, super strength, super everything and vulnerable. He, she's everything. Why is that not used as much as it could have been. I mean, at this point, we have Omni-Man. We have, uh, what's his name from the boys? Homelander. Homelander. We've got Superman. Superman, even. Like, he's been around forever. We have all of these characters that have been beaten to death with how much you can use these extreme powers. And yet, 
They're still coming up with new ways to use Homelander. They're still coming up with new ways to use Omni-Man. They're still coming up with new ways to use Superman. Why is Captain Marvel, who is basically a a Superman, but a woman, Mm -hmm. not used to her fullest potential? Yeah, and it goes, any character is in the hands of the writers. Any character is. My favorite character, Daredevil, has had awful, awful stories about him. Because I don't know what you mean. The, yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck's Daredevil. Story. Yes. Well, too, like, it, it's in the hands of the writers, and it just, yeah, she hasn't got that writing. They haven't made me care. I have mm. a lot, with, with a lot of the Superman media, too, specifically the Snyderverse, the writing in there, I don't connect with that character and i know ben disagrees we're not going to get into that today but the writing is at the center i can see where you're coming from though i'm not mad at that Mm -hmm. yeah even within the own like the canon of this movie yeah she creates her own plot holes like why is she not absolutely murking these dudes she has no moral compass of killing i mean she they cheer right after they kill that one blue girl just because they were, you know, in a fight. She dies. Like, this person dies. So there's no, like, oh, I shouldn't kill it. So there's no, like, there's no moral stake. Yeah, no moral ambiguity. There's Who cares? Like, why doesn't she just Omni-Man through these dudes like crazy and call it a day? Pack it up, go home, scrolls have a new home because all the Kree have been plowed through by her fist as she's flying <laughs> through them as a meteor. Like, th- she that- flies through the ships. <laughs> Is that a fun movie, though? If Carol Danvers meteors through a I mean, I well, love you, have to, you have to put them in scenarios that test their powers. And unfortunately, this movie does not have it, it gets to a point where it's it's so gimmicky that at the end she just photons it off the photons, that little reducer device that she has. Yeah. She's just like, oh yeah. It's symbolism, man. You don't get it. You're thing. just a man. <laughs> I guess it's so. literally the man but, keeping her but, down. But that right there, that right there, you're saying it as a joke, obviously, but that is what creates so much divisiveness on the internet. And yeah, there are got there are idiots on both sides, but then it just creates division and hate. And there's there's no place for it. There really is no place for it because it's all nonsense. Mm-hmm. A a mid a middle of the road movie is a middle of the road mm-hmm. movie. If you like this movie, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong for that. Great. People like this movie. A person liked it so much they saw it 140 times. Yeah. <laughs> but I am not one of those movies. I am not one of those people. I saw this movie. I saw it a second time. And I, now I'm seeing it for a third time. And I still don't connect with any of the characters. Even Fury, to me, is not that interesting in this movie. This is the same Fury that they put in the Marvels, if that gives you any... Uh... No, this this Fury is better than the yes. one that's in the Marvels. I think that and this cool. one... Uh, th- I I think that they're connected. It's not as good. I mean, like the Marvel's Fury is not as good, but it's definitely like the same writing vein. Uh, this is an interesting question. So, when was the last time Fury was interesting? Winter Soldier. Was it Winter Soldier? I think it was. I mean, for us right now, it was Winter Soldier. Because my my thing is, he he dies in Winter Soldier, and they bring him back. That was Have cool. They done a single good thing since resurrecting. Even in Nick Far Fury. From Home, he's kind of just Far a, From Home. And he's a scroll. Well, he is a scroll. He's a scroll right. in Far From Home. Uh, Age of Ultron. He eats a sandwich. Doesn't really do much in there. Has Nick Fury done anything from 
since Winter Soldier. The Hateful Eight. Yes. Connect, <laughs> connect the Marvel Cinematic Universe together. Make it feel more cohesive. But when that's is, not when is he going to be out? When is Nick Fury done? I really thought that was going to be the goal of Secret Invasion. Have this character, this spy character, in a show about espionage, have this be his send-off. Yeah. And it in a way was, but obviously not because of the Marvels. <laughs> so it didn't matter at all. The Marvel's Nick Fury is nowhere near the complexity, I guess, of Secret Invasion's Nick Fury, if you want to call it that. Yeah, the complexity and the flatness of that character. Yeah, they really uh, did a... Winter Soldier. But you get what I'm saying. Like, he's yeah. such a cool character in Winter Soldier. He mm. is. But since then, what has he What has he done? He hasn't done much. And that goes back to the writing. Character is only as good as the writing and I guess he just isn't handed the best isn't dealt the best hand when it comes to being sidelined to Avengers I really really like what you said Micah earlier about the beginning of writing stale characters who I care nothing about yeah like this is it what movie before this were there just a cast of characters that even after multiple projects with them in it we don't care about a single one now even Nick Fury from here on out, we don't care about him at all. Captain Marvel, she was hated on from the start, but was that justified? Like, was there anything to care about? I mean, yeah, hate is never justified, sure, no. but like, but I get what you're saying. Like, when a character is introduced, then you go back and you watch their first movie where they are introduced. So, like, I think Mantis is a great example mm. when she's introduced in Guardians two, and then you see her in the Avengers films and what she does. And you see her in the Guardians Holiday Special and then the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Then when you go back and watch her first movie, you're like, oh, th this is so cool that she's here and she's fully realized in this first scene we see with her. Mm -hmm. And then you're excited to go on that journey again with that character. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You don't do that with uh, Carol Danvers. You what? don't go, I want to go back to yeah. where she started. What's the journey here? So Carol Danvers begins with no memory and then she ends with her memory and then she rips off the thing. Mm -hmm. There's no, she like, was held back her whole life. Yeah. But like she was held back from the Academy. She was held back as a Cree warrior. Okay. And now she's not, she is free. That sure. is the journey. But I feel like we're only seeing the, like the very, very end. We don't see the, the struggle as much. The only struggle we see with her fighting authority in her life is the beginning fight where she's like, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting. And then he's like, don't use your powers. You got to control it. And she's like, ah, oh, you're, holding you're right. You're so right. Don't. And then the four mm. flashbacks we have of her wiping out on the go-kart, the deleted scene of her uh, in the baseball field, and then the military falling off of a rope like there's no oh and then like some cutaways where some dude is bullying her like yeah would we that's have, not much for me would that's we not have enough. preferred a traditional story where we see her in the academy we see her failing would we have preferred that no because unfortunately my she the writing is bad but the way brie larson plays captain marvel has always annoyed me she is very cocky. She is very 
you know, not it's like she's playing a Tony Stark, but she, you're not Tony Stark. You're you're Captain Marvel. You're Carol Danvers. I want more of an endearing character. This is not a Tony Stark. So you're you saying she, just be she's Tony copy, Stark. You know, it's like she's, yeah. she's throwing jabs at Nick Fury all the time. Like, oh, I guess guess Coulson hasn't learned to hate me yeah. yet. Don't worry. He'll get there. You just met him two days ago. Like, I know you're cocky. Like, I know you're supposed to be playing this character, but it just comes off. So like, and first line to him when he's when he's uh, at the yeah. phone booth, even like there was there was a, and that whole exchange was like they'd known each other for a while already. They're already like having this banter. Why? Why do you have any motive and to do that? You highlight the performance, but that's very much in the writing, too. So, yes, is. Are you so characterization? Are you saying when Captain Marvel's introduced, we get more of a Tony Stark personality when we should have got more of a Steve Rogers personality? Or what are you? What are you saying? Well, I don't think they want to do Steve Rogers because it's military, they and it's a girl. They would have everyone in the audience would have been like, "Oh, this is just girl Steve Rogers." They didn't want. They didn't want. But it doesn't feel like girl Tony Stark either. Yeah, it doesn't. It feels like. Something else, and I think that's what they were going for, was they didn't want it to be, oh, that's just girl this. Oh, that's so, just girl that. We talked like, about this, this last week. Captain Marvel. The best movies talk about what it means to be the character, and they also have them majorly struggle throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And this movie does not have that at all. No. It does not I agree. make Captain Marvel struggle. It just shows that she has been held back. And then she unleashes everything. Yeah, there is I, no journey you go on with the character. If you're going to have someone who's cocky and got everything together, you need to break that down. You need to take them back to their roots and show them vulnerable. Why is Never she once cocky? do I yeah. feel like Captain Marvel is vulnerable and someone I can relate to. Yeah, you don't sympathize with the no. character. You don't You don't get to that point. I feel that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe like show yeah. us, oh, she has to be cocky to make up for her her times where she wasn't as confident in herself or something like that. And now that she is confident, she's using that to, or she's using that to mask her in. I don't know. Like they could have gone somewhere else with it. You got what I'm saying though. They could have endeared me to the, yeah. that that is the thousand foot view into it mm-hmm. and they didn't do that. No. So that is my biggest gripe with this is that it doesn't happen. So if it, if it happened to you, I'd love to know how that happened. What scenes specifically do you point to that make that happen? Because you can argue that the scenes on the farm with, yeah. um, Monica Rambo, not Monica Maria? Rambo, Maria Rambo. Yes, her best friend. Uh, those scenes are, they are supposed to they convey exist. emotion. They There are some emotional scenes that with two long lost friends, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. But again, we don't know who Maria yeah. Rambo is. And, yeah, and, yeah. No, we, we talk about the state of Marvel right now and the lack of like lovable characters and the the characters are grab onto and you, you see that this is kind of like Micah said, the start of that, where it feels like, okay, yes. End game. They know Tony's going to be ushered out. Cap's going to be ushered out. And they're trying to place those characters in position. And she definitely feels like one that they're all right. Uh, Infinity saga is coming to a close. We want to start this next journey. We need a character in there. 
to really be the face of the next Avengers. And it sucks because you want you want this move. No one wants this movie to not be a home run. We all mm, want yes. it to be a home run. Mm, yes. And it just isn't. And uh, it also doesn't help that someone else they hang the franchise on, Chadwick Boseman, he passed away. So yes. unfortunately, that's just where Marvel is. And they haven't they haven't built off that. They haven't mm. been able to recover from that. Their biggest chips that they had played in the game, they just haven't made a return one character is not relatable and the other has sadly rest in peace passed on they and both so, however made billions of dollars they did. he didn't yeah. make a lot of money yes but and is that where we are is that all it's about making money absolutely. because the movies aren't even making money now <laughs> right yeah the marvel's uh box office just closed today uh, as i was telling you guys before the podcast at uh it opened at 46 million dollars and it closed at 197 million dollars with a budget of 274 it's still a hundred uh it's 80 million dollars shy 80 million dollars shy of even breaking the budget yeah micah does this movie make a billion dollars captain marvel does this movie make a billion dollars if it's not in between endgame and infinity war if it wasn't in between I think if this was like if it was before or after if this was a phase four film. It's too hard to say. I don't think it would have been. I think it would have been like a 500 or a 700 because the trend is that they were making money still. Yes. Like, but, but it wasn't nearly the high rise of, of the other ones. And I think placement of movies is, is huge to where like they make like the amount of money they make, but I don't know. This is a, it was a really the first MCU female-led movie that's going to draw people in. Uh, the MCU was huge at this time. So people were seeing it 140 Cap- times. Captain Marvel, having the title character Marvel in your movie. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see what that's about. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't think it would make a billion, uh, but it's hard to judge how much it would actually make. Hmm. But the placement, it, you, you can't, you can't blame. Like the placement definitely helps it. Yes. First movie, right? Or I mean, next movie after this, this is Endgame. This was many months after Ant Man and the Wasp, and we were promised. I mean, this is the character at the end of Infinity War. We were promised a Avengers post credit scene, which is pretty epic. I must say mm-hmm. that scene is very good. Um. A lot of people went to this movie to see that post credit scene, to see, yes. you know, what's going to be next. And that definitely boosted sales. But I mean, at this time, a you billion have dollars, man. you have an endgame trailer out. I mean, I can't even blame. I can't even blame. Like, this is I remember 10. how I was in, in at the beginning of 2019. I had started my Marvel marathon of the MCU. I watched one a week up until going into endgame. And I was like, man, I'm eating up MCU content. This was the peak. So, yeah, placement of movies. That's a good one. And since people didn't like the, I mean, yeah, they watched it a lot, but they didn't like Captain Marvel as much. I think that contributes to why the Marvels didn't perform as well is because a lot of people weren't seeing it for the first time. A lot of people were in, uh, I know multiple people that saw all of these movies back to back multiple times in theaters regardless of the quality regardless of what people thought of it regardless of what they thought of it they would just go and see it like i was saying earlier my for for the infinity war podcast i mean my ex at the time she saw infinity war 
more than 10 times in theaters in the first two weeks. Like, I mean, and she saw Captain Marvel a couple times in theaters. It was a social thing. Everybody saw Marvel movies at that time. That was just huge. And that, I, I think that's why there's this huge phantom support supporting, uh, I mean, the, of, of Captain Marvel. Yeah. But that, like, you talk about MCU fatigue, and I always say, like, it would not exist if if movies like this didn't exist. If there was a compelling narrative to every one of these films and you were invested each and every time, there would be no MCU fatigue. There would be no superhero movies have overstayed their welcomes. Yeah. But these have been so often the case over the last five years so it's like, I mean, imagine if they're all across the Spider-Verse quality, okay? You would right. not be sitting not here saying that. But that is, that is the way it goes when you have so much of something. like, And it really hurts. Quality. Yeah, it really hurts now when we have way more bad than good. Yes. Back when all these movies, like, for the most part, really well-received, really good times in the theater. But now, like... You got a Thor Love and Thunder. Ugh. You got a, the Marvels. You know, you got a Secret Ugh. Invasion. You got oh, Miss Marvel, Shield. which, you know, has, oh, has its Marvel, charm. I, I, yeah, I appreciate it. Has it has its charm, but it's just very like the quality's not there. And uh, on the Weekly Planet podcast, they were talking about it today with. So Aquaman 2 is projected to make nothing, like barely anything. And it's the Chris, Christmas movie, right? Like it's the December release. And that that is also a billion dollar movie. That first Aquaman is a billion dollar movie. But it, it, it superhero movies have gotten to a point where the majority of fans and majority of just movie watchers, like yeah, I don't want to see that. And there's a lot of factors that could go into that. Um, it could be, oh yeah, this will just be on streaming in a week. You know, I don't have to come COVID see it. Has COVID, really COVID affected yep. theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just don't really want to go to the theaters for superhero movies. But we see that theaters are still relevant. Like Oppenheimer and Barbie showed us that this year, that people will run to the theaters to see something compelling. Yes. But the superhero genre is not there right now. No. And I'm hoping that, unfortunately, we have four superhero films coming out next year and only Three. one of them looks promising. <laughs> hey, so Deadpool three looks I, good too. I, <laughs> I assume you were talking about Madam Web, the That's, promising looking one. That is true. Yeah. So I think what's really thriving in theaters right now is the indie scene. You saw a movie this week, didn't you? You didn't watch Godzilla. I did. Yes. Godzilla minus one in theaters. Yes. Uh, what was the budget on that movie? That was, I hear, I heard not insane. 15 million, mm. which 15 million. He's crazy. Did you see those the CGI? Ben, what do you think of the CGI? It was fantastic. Everything they did with Godzilla, although although I'm not kidding you, some of it looked practical. Not to take away so much from Captain Marvel because this is very much that review, but oh, yes, movies. you want to know budgets, how much? Uh, and, and it's like yeah, 160 mil for that budget, and uh, it's already made that much. No, no, that was the budget for Captain Marvel. Oh. That was the budget for Captain Marvel. Godzilla in the box office. It's still opening weekend, right? Uh, I mean, last weekend? I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Beyonce's Renaissance made more than Godzilla minus one, but that's besides the point. Right. Beyonce <laughs> and Taylor Swift this year, really? Godzilla minus one uh, was 
beat the biggest domestic opening for a foreign language movie this year. Um, I think it was like the best Japanese live action box office ever. It grossed $11 million in the first weekend, which yeah. insane. And w- we talk about this with like with a movie like this, that'll have flakes. Word of mouth on that movie is very popular. Oh, yeah. People are going to spread the word like you haven't seen it yet. No, it's but I, I'm going to. I haven't seen it yet. So you need this has it. convinced me to watch the other Godzilla movies. Right. But this is very much a thing that the Marvel movies don't do is they don't have legs after opening weekend. That number we saw with the Marvels, that number opening weekend tells us a ton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, opening weekend was what? It was like $46 million, and it's been out for what, two months now? And it made... A month. It made uh, $150 million in a month. Yeah, so shout out to Phil Chadman. I was talking to him the other day. Yeah. We famously had our um our our Miss Marvel short blow infamously. up and infamously. <laughs> and when I in that short, I say, "Don't see this movie. Marvel needs to know when this movie doesn't make any money that uh it they made a mistake." And he he looked at me and he goes, "Ethan, this movie's still gonna make so much money." And yes, it does, but you got to factor in budget. You got to mm. factor in how much they spent. To make that movie, whereas if they spent a lot less making that movie, that hundred hundred fifty million is no joke. Oh yeah, right. But it just it doesn't get that return. And a twenty two hundred twenty five million, I believe. For what? For the Marvels, I believe is was the budget for it. Yeah, two two uh, seventy four two seventy four eight. It was yeah. very specific because this was the uh, it was the biggest budget for a uh, black woman director. How does ever it, in history and is still the best performing hmm. movie uh, by Marvel's, a black woman yeah. director. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. How does he get that high? Well, bottoming anyway, out the MCU. <laughs> we have talked a lot about the negatives of Captain Mar of Captain Marvel, the first one. Are there good things? Yes. The movie is not all bad. It's just I'll, it suffers from mediocrity yeah. and boredom. I'm bored watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the sets. And the world building, especially on Hala, the Kree Empire, mm-hmm. that is really cool. Like I said, I wish it would take place in space. Yeah, yeah the world building is amazing. Yeah. Why can't we have more of that? I, for years, since Thor even, I remember saying this, I want just a mythological, space-focused, world-building experience that we just space romp through mm-hmm. the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't this that? Why didn't they just chase the scrolls across the galaxy through all these planets Maybe stop by Earth for a little bit. We see some cameos from mm-hmm. people that have existed at the time, and now we move on. But instead, we stay there for too long. And I, there are some cool things about Earth at that time. Uh, for example, your favorite agent shows up. Oh, yes. Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson. What Clark, a cool. Clark Gregg. Uh, Good de-aging technology also. Wow, I was looking for stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there was nothing. I mean, with that big of a budget, you might as well. Nick put Fury good, uh... and Clark Gregg both have some de-aging technology on them, mm-hmm. and it, it looks really good. Uh, the scroll, I like I like the practical costumes of the scrolls yes. as well. Yes. Even though it at times looks a little stiff, on uh, especially Talos himself, <laughs> I like the use of practical practicalness yep. on these scrolls. No, yeah, like you that. like that. Do you not? No, I I do like it. It it's something that they <laughs> You know? Yeah, no, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Yes. Worth it. Yeah. It is good. 
but that's about all I got to say about it. I mean, it doesn't look particularly appealing. doesn't look particularly grotesque as they were describing in the movie. <laughs> I mean, he's no Brad Pitt, right? Yes, he <laughs> is not. Uh, I like the, I like the, uh, the aura, the special effects aura that comes off of Captain mm. Marvel. Yeah. I think the, the glow. Season, yes. The glow makes the camera lens look dirty like all the time. This ethereal, like flower the lens flares mm-hmm. go crazy. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's really cool. Even though the CGI, when she's flying around at the end, if you look too closely at her face, it's terrible. Right. I know yeah. they gave her a mask to you try and really hide that. Well, and to give her the comic accurate look. The Mohawk. So the costume looks great. It's just when you look at her. She got the Yandu Mohawk. Piece, mm-hmm. Not good. Not good. Nope. But um, it's like with every good, there's just equally as bad about the same thing. Ronan is back. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he is. Ronan is back as his younger self with no black makeup on. He's completely bald and blue. I think they just forgot about it. <laughs> it really looks like two dudes from the Blue Man Group. I I love how, I love how they call him like five times, and at no point is Rona. he like, I don't know, sitting on the toilet or something, like, call Rona. me back later, I'm pooping. Or, like, would, would that have changed this That would have made this you? movie My a God. 10 out of 10. I will 10. say, I would, that would have been entertaining. Are you kidding me? I'm on the toilet. Uh, needle <laughs> drops. I'm going to accuse you. Ah, uh, yeah. Needle drops. There are many of them mm. in this film. Did they all work? No. No. They're, they oh, man. We're, uh, I love the one word. What was the needle drop towards the towards the beginning of the third act? I'm just a girl. Yes. As she's fighting. I'm just it a just, girl. It's not. It, the song didn't fit the scene. The editing didn't fit the song. And, uh, Micah, what, what, you said something during that right. scene. I'm trying to remember what you said. They went Spotify, search, <laughs> songs that say girl. girl in it. Oh, that's the first one. Oh, there it is. Actually, right there. Is it actually the first one? <laughs> yeah, right up? there. <laughs> but, uh... No, my my. Uh, what did you say? Like, You're like, oh, oh, I get it. I'm just a girl. Before it said, I'm just a girl, and Ethan was like, huh? No, no, no. You you said something like, oh, this is good. So, <laughs> something super sarcastic. Because I was thinking, oh, that, this like, is good. She's just a girl. Because this I is a it. this is a post James Gunn, you know, yeah. space. Everyone was Odyssey, trying to do this, right? Like the needle drops for James Gunn just fits so well in those Guardians movies, where when you have one that is just like, like, oh. Like, pick a song that fits the vibe, fits the vibe of the scene, not the find a song that you're like, okay, this will this will work. I don't want to just listen to the lyrics of the song and be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And because every time James Gunn drops the needle in his films, just the vibe of the music, Quill and Gamora dancing. Mm. Are you kidding? That's a perfect needle drop right there. It's perfect. They're dancing and it is. This, on the other hand, it really does look like they searched up on Spotify songs that have girl in it. Boom. There you go. And how do they take girl? How do they take huge inspiration from Top Gun, but not put any of the Top Gun songs in here? Like, come on. (laughs) Two best friend fighter pilots go into a bar and they don't sing the song like come on not even a, a hint a of danger flashback scene come there's on a, there's a hint though you don't want there is know. a hint but they don't like, i don't know if i'd go that far goose. the cat's name is goose uh, the florkin's name is goose come on guys talk to, talk to me goose. that's a good point oh, yeah and i they, love they could have leaned yeah. into it so much in, more in the go-kart sequence crazy is playing yeah. when she uh 
uh, is driving. And James Gunn put that in Guardians 3. But I know for a fact James Gunn probably has no idea was in Captain for that little snippet in Captain Marvel. That because that's famously the song that plays when Adam Warlock is flying into our face in that movie. I don't think they play that far into the song though. And well, no, they the don't. Same song. Same song. Yeah. 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 That was a good rendition. Yeah. Did, was it? Did we talk about? <laughs> Thank you. Did we talk about the Flurkin Nick Fury eyes thing yet? Uh, no. If we did, I have to bring it up again. Let's talk about it, Ben. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. So last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye instantly. You are sitting out. How did he lose his eye? What's the story behind so it? There has you, to be something has, interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's this car accident. This is it. This is where he loses his eye. See, look, his eye is all bloody. He's going to lose it. Oh, wait. It's just, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. All right. Cool. Now, where is it? The very end of the movie. Stupid goose. Love him to death. Come on, man. I don't. Just gets mad for no reason. He's been held this whole movie. He has a, a moral compass, man. He knows who's good and who's bad, and yet he's still... It, I think it's poor character writing. Goose would never... Not my goose, all right? Not our goose. Not my goose. Not my flirking. All right? 100%. You, uh, you hate when a movie retroactively makes a past moment that was epic worse. Every time you and watch Winter like, Soldier, now, dude. That, that movie, it makes that Winter Soldier reveal worse when he goes... Last time I trusted someone I love. And then when he, or the, I don't know if that's Winter Soldier, but then when he's like, you got to keep both Winter eyes Soldier, yep. open. That's that's Winter Soldier. But uh, it even makes the entire name of the Avengers Initiative lamer because he's sitting there at the end. What do you mean? Like the Protector Initiative. That's what it was good. That, this is the name for the Avenger Initiative. And then he looks, he, he looks at uh, Captain Marvel's jet and it says, Carol avenger danvers it's like oh the avengers initiative. oh hold on they didn't confirm that they didn't show the <laughs> they didn't show the screen uh, were you listening to the music Mike? i was listening and they didn't show the screen <laughs> you know like in All tv right. if a character is not shown on screen dead he's not dead okay so what did he type beats me protectors <laughs> beats me initiative okay the goose <laughs> initiative <laughs> Ah, yes. The Flurkin Initiative. The Initiative. The Let's Try. And then also, uh, this is when I headcanon go back, but when uh, Tony first meets Phil Coulson, their first interaction, Phil is saying the acronym for S.H.I.E.L.D. And he's like, oh, it's a working title. The way I, and they just fully have the name S.H.I.E.L.D. in this movie. The way I retroactively make that work is that Phil Coulson says the, acronym and then he's just so thrown off by tony's snark that he falls back on it that's how i do it but they also maybe they're coming up with the acronym like what it means so like shield was already spelled out and they're trying to figure out all right shield is pretty cool you know what yeah i like that better you're welcome shield is a dope name we just don't know what it stands for you know what else sucks is uh it takes them what 15 years for them to find Another Avenger. Another Avenger. Is Iron Man really the second one? I, they, love I mean, yeah, they may have thought of Captain America, but he doesn't show up till what, 2012? Right. So, <laughs> like, like, I, uh, yeah, I love that. I want to get a mini series of that. Nick Fury just like going door to door trying to find Avengers, and then he just. Just like, oh crap, I found no one. And then he's like looking on the news, and then Tony Stark's like, 
I am Iron Man. So, <laughs> so oh, I, I shouldn't be looking for these guys. These guys will come find me. Like, I, I can't even think of anyone with, with power sets in that time canon. Anyway, Stanley Cameo. He's reading a book. He's reading the script for what, Mad Cats? He also is in the intro. The yeah. Marvel intro. Marvel Studios intro goes out to Stanley. Every character is Stanley, which is epic. Yeah. It was his first film before that, which was and it was weird seeing him cameo in Endgame and uh Captain Marvel in there, knowing that he wasn't there. And it yeah. was just, I like, it's a very fitting tribute to have him as the beginning, to have his own logo set. Very cool, I would yeah. say. End credit scene for the Avengers Endgame. Very gets you cool. excited. Gets you excited Kinda next week. really gets you excited next week. Cool. Yeah. Same that time, wow. I just, I, I don't think I fully appreciated it. We need to watch a couple more trailers. But, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to say about Captain Marvel before we get into this? Let's go to bed. Let's do this. All Come right. On. Okay. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Favorite character. Mm. Micah. Goose. Goose. Straight right up. The Straight there it is. Up. I love the cat. Nice. I uh, love... Uh, oh, I, all right. More specifically, I love uh, Fury and Goose. Not Fury as... I don't like Fury in this movie. But I like Fury and Goose. As a tandem duo. Yes, mm. because Fury is not Fury. This isn't Nick Fury. So overall... To me, this is there are aspects Fury. of Nick Fury. But overall, this the, Nick Fury should not have been written like this. Okay. But yeah. I do love... Uh, I love, uh, love his little... The team. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ethan? I go Talos. I really like Talos. Really? Yeah, I. Uh, I love when they take the character after this. Right, we're not talking about where they go, <laughs> Micah. Okay. What was presented? About what was presented here? Mm -hmm. I think super compelling in the beginning. I like. Uh, what's What's that actor's name? Ben. Ben Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. I love him. I just love him in this movie. I love his his voice work with with Talos, and uh, he's just really compelling. He for the first half of the movie where he is a villain. He's a genuine threat and genuine, like, uh, good opposition to our heroes. I really like him, and I just power set shape shifting is a really cool power set. It's some is what makes Loki so cool, you know. So, uh, yeah, Talos, favorite character, Clark Gregg. Mm. Clark Gregg, Coulson. <laughs> Come on, it's so cool seeing him back. He paused his work in Agents of Shield to come show up. Shoot some scenes for Captain Marvel. I also want to say that Von Rog is an okay character. Who's He's that? not terrible. See, Who's Von Rog? Uh, he is the Kree person who is above uh, Captain Marvel in this movie. Is he played the villain? Played by, yeah. yeah oh, he sucks. Villain. Yeah, no. He, He's he, bad, Ben. He, he does not give a terrible performance. He's just... And mm. uh, we just haven't talked about him. That's why I'm bringing him up. He's nothing. He's nothing. Yeah, I, I don't. Ain't bad. You ain't nothing. He's a very good actor. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's Jude a very Law. good actor. Jude Law. Jude Law. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Jude Law is fantastic Jude in Law. almost everything he does. Uh, here, it's the writing fails him. 
Um, yeah, he's not that great. We just haven't talked about it. That's why I want to bring up. But Phil Coulson is my favorite. Love the scene when they're on the stairway. And you can see that good side of him, that hearty side, that Phil Coulson, who is going to be there for the Avengers and sacrifice his life. So that's what it does. Or so we think in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Love seeing him in this. He technically does die, though. Technically, yes. resurrect him. In his Age heart does shield. stop. Yeah. Favorite scene in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Micah. Favorite scene. Yeah. Um, I'll just go with the... I can't say the whole first act. That is the first many scenes. Two hours of the movie. No, no. What? No. (laughs) This is not a a movie I would see 140 times. Mm. I genuinely Uh, don't know how. How How do you do do that? that? How do you spend 11 straight days in a theater? Is it... Watching Captain Marvel, the only time you get a good night's sleep, that would have to be it. Where you go, like, come on, like 140 times. How long is a theatrical run for a movie? How many days is a theatrical run for a movie? How many times a day did he have to see? Wasn't Titanic in theaters for like six months? Yeah, but this is not Titanic, (laughs) not even close. Captain Marvel, why? I don't know. Favorite I'll, scene, Micah. I'll yeah. say uh, when they're going, when uh, Captain Marvel is, uh, I mean, do they even say that she's Captain Marvel at no. all in this movie? Anyway. Marvel. 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 Um, that first mission where they go and they don't know that it's all yes, the scrolls. That's really and, cool. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just set up really well. The choreography is pretty great. Um, I mean, as good as this movie could provide. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's worth a rewatch. For this part, just because you're like, okay, what what little hints are showing, uh, you know, the the holes in their plan? What what are we? Uh, where's the ambush at? And it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when yeah. when the best yeah. scene in this movie is, yeah, okay, <laughs> that shows you. Fair. It's definitely one of our weaker films. All right, my on favorite this list. one is when she falls off the bike and Logan shows up out of nowhere. Wow. How crazy. Her her dad. Her dad looks that's, like Logan. That's your favorite character, Logan? Yeah, Logan. Uh, Wolverine is my favorite character right. in this movie. People listening have no idea what we're nice. saying. But nice. I will go, my favorite scene is uh, the whole sequence where Carol lands in the blockbuster. Then there's the really cool train scene where she beats up a grandma. I like that. You know, the, I like, it's more you, than one scene, but Ethan... The, no, this is the sequence I'm picking, Micah. That's like half an hour. Is yeah, that's my scene. <laughs> if I can't pick Act One, you can't pick Act Two. You did pick Act One though. <laughs> no, I picked the scene where she land, like where they go, like the whole first mission. Fine. My favorite scene is when Nick Fury is chasing Carol uh, on the train, and then it's revealed that Clark okay, K. Cool. Greg isn't in the car with him. That's cool. You get that scroll paranoia. Yeah. Okay. I liked when uh, she picked up the right <laughs> stuff in Blockbuster. I was like, oh, sick. It's the right stuff. And Ethan's like, what stuff did she pick up? <laughs> no, like, you're it's making, the right you're stuff. You're making a joke. Like, she grabbed the right thing. <laughs> no, she literally grabbed the right stuff. Ben, you go. I favorite character. Favorite scene. <laughs> even know. I don't even know. Like, post credit scene? Post credit scene. I Gone. actually felt something. Mm hmm. Watching that scene. I wish it was an end of the Spider-Verse clip. Oh, man. So are we supposed to assume that that post credit scene is the scene right before she goes and finds Tony? I would think yeah. so, right? Yeah, because that's how would she know about Tony if she how was would she, there? Right. And then she comes back and she knows who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Go get Tony. 
That's how that happens. Hello. I always yeah. wondered that first time I saw in game. I was like, "What?" Does okay. she cut her hair? Yeah, she cuts her hair after the time. After the time yeah. jump, yeah. Yeah. She gets that a terrible. A she gets a terrible haircut. What's worse, Mohawk or Endgame haircut? Endgame. I don't look. I don't miss the Mohawk. Haircut. You don't miss the, the Endgame, whole cut. The, the Karen cut is bad. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. That's not good. Um. Glad they retconned it. Woo. The Marvels. All right, we're here, folks. We're here to rate Captain oh, Marvel. Oh my goodness! Finally. Come All on. right. How do I screen record again? I forget. Screen record. MacBook. I'm really interested. We're gonna, we're gonna get this screen recorded so you, Shift, uh, you video actors can see our really five. cool spreadsheet. Yep. Record entire shoot. It's, cool, it's a really we're good spreadsheet. Like All right, we're going. All right, Mike, throw the spreadsheet up there. John for Cross us. makes Boom. this spreadsheet. All right, let, let, let's look at this. Look at we, we're thing. gonna That's throw beautiful. Captain Marvel onto yeah, our, let's our zoom spreadsheet out for right our here. viewers who want to just look and. Well, now we can look. Yeah, right. <laughs> Zoom in for us, Mike. This, this is about us. We're ranking this. All right. Here it is. This All is right, the I whole can list. I kind of see that. Here, 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 I got you. Boom. Not to show my hand, but what did I give Thor the Dark World? Uh, 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10. All right. Thor the. I can't see this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why? It's so small. Ethan, this is the worst thing ever. All right. Make it bigger. <laughs> now it froze. Wow. Okay. Audio listeners, you're getting a treat today. Here we go. Oh, sweet. What did you give Thor the Dark World? Yeah. An eight. I did not give Thor the Dark World Six. an eight. Sorry, I can't. I still can't read it. <laughs> Dude, I had a heart attack for you. I'm like, all I right. gave it an eight. All right, it's up there. I'm going to look at my screen on the MacBook because it's way more detailed than the screen across the room. Uh, Dark World, you gave a six. Ben, you gave a seven. Why am I looking at Dark World scores? Just because. Okay, compare, <laughs> what's our lowest rated MCU film? Our lowest right rated now. MCU film. Let me see. Not Iron the, Man Two, I believe, is what. No, it is. it's it's the definitely Incredible Hulk was a five point eight. Incredible Love Hulk and Thunder, was our worst. Love and Thunder, we give a five point nine. Love and Thunder, uh, we haven't hit there yet. I know, yet. I know, that doesn't count. So wait, Incredible Hulk is our worst. Five point eight. Uh, followed closely by Throw the Dark World at a six point five. What close. did I give Incredible Hulk? You, oh man, you're making me do jumping jacks over here. You gave it a six and a half. Okay, good. I gave it a five. Ethan gave it a six. So I was the one who dragged us down. Come on, bro. So? It's not usually you. <laughs> Actually, whenever it's like a 10 out of 10 movie, you always drag us down. So Yeah, I do. Got to get We're talking about Captain Ooh. Marvel, 10 out of 10 movie. Yes. What does the internet give Captain Marvel? Oh, Micah? yeah, let's check it out. All right. So. Oh, you guys are going to see this for the first time. Um, so, Captain Marvel, Rotten Tomatoes Critic, was a 79. Rotten Tomatoes Audience was a 45%. Ouch! This was the first one that was really review-bombed. Mm. You guys remember? Uh, was it review-bombed? Yes, it, it was. I mean, the audience score. Both. Both. Both, ben. Both. Metacritic score was a 64. Metacritic user, a 3 good, out of 10. Good movies recover from review-bombs. Yes. Like, like Barbie. That's right. Yeah. Barbie, mm -hmm. there you go. We love women. Uh, Continue. <laughs> yes, we do. IMDb 6.8. Letterbox 2.9 out of 5. Averaging out. 2.9? 2.9 out of 5. That surprises me. It's still bad. <laughs> I understand that. I'm surprised it's that low. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, averaging out to a 5.7 out of 10. Oh. Putting it at our internet ranking of 
59th place. Dang, we haven't even talked about 59 movies yet. Dang. But no one cares about the internet ranking. 59th place, just under X-Men Apocalypse, yeah. just above Love oh, and Thunder. Yo, I am not hyped. We care about hear. the infamous Hollywood Reporter <laughs> ranking. Boom. You guys at home will see this first. Uh, but all right, so we I'm were comparing this movie a lot to uh, let's let's compare it to Dark World. Where do you guys think no. this compares Dark to Dark World? In my is, opinion, Dark World's better. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's do a bit of a a bit more of a curveball. What about X Men Two? <laughs> <laughs> X-Men 2 is fantastic. Wait, are you asking this in terms of the Marvel, the, the infamous Hollywood the Reporter? The Hollywood Reporter ranking. You are, that's what you're asking yeah, this yeah. from. Oh, okay. So that, <laughs> they uh, said this was better. They had yeah, to have. 100%. Because I remember X-Men and X2 are lumped together. Is this seventh place, Micah? This is seventh place. They have the what? seventh place. Wow. <laughs> Top 10, we got... Doctor Strange, <sighs> X-Men, X2, Captain Marvel, <laughs> Spider-Man, Sam Man, Raimi. I can't even keep it together. Captain America, Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Black Adam, Iron Man 2, Avengers. Okay. We have Be seen the entire top 10. Black Adam? Sorry, Black Panther. Whatever <laughs> that movie's say called. Black Adam? Sorry, I was looking at the... Uh, the, no ILM, the ILM stagecoach movies. Someone at home was listening like, wow. Wow, I can't believe a DC movie topped the Marvel list. <laughs> it's one of the best. Dang. Who cares, though? Yep. Oh, uh, also, Screen Crush put it at 40th Me, place. Actually, so that's insane. That's I care so, so much. Seventh place? Wow. But yeah, no one really cares. gets seventh place on our list. Definitely. Stay tuned to find out. What is currently seventh place for us, Mike? Seventh place yeah. for us right now is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ooh, yeah. Captain Marvel. So it's going right to take there. seventh place right there. Yeah, take it. Ten. Guys, let's genuinely rank this one. Mm. Let's do this. Ethan, oh. you're first, bro. What's okay. it going to be? What did I give? What's going to be? That movie. Let me look. At uh, our previous scores for reference, to. just to see where I can gauge this. You're allowed to do that. Um, yeah, I don't like this movie. This movie. Here, I'll zoom in on the top. Like, 10 this so you is can one know. of those movies I hadn't seen since theaters, so it was cool. Today, basically, felt like the first time watching it again because I had forgotten a lot of this movie. So that was really cool to sit down and watch a Marvel movie, kind of for the first time again. Um, you mean it was that forgettable that you can? Yes, I agree. But no, I don't get a lot from this. Carol Danvers, I want to, every time I watch this, I want to yes. love Carol Danvers. I do, and I'm never pulled into that character and into her story. I just, yeah, it's it's a very eh, eh movie. But it does not cross the line to being offensively bad. Yeah, I think it, this is kind of boring. And towards the end, you really, really get tired and you just want the movie to end. The third act is very long. Very samey, kind of just Captain Marvel hitting spaceships and blowing stuff up. It just gets very repetitive. But I do not think this is the worst MCU film we've seen. Ah, where do I want to put this? I want to give this, you know, I'm not going to look at my other scores. I want to give this a 5.5. 5. 
Ouch. 5.5. Just over the, the, it's better than it is bad, but it, it's not one I want to rewatch. Mm. Okay. Although, what did I give first class? First class, you gave a 5.5. Okay. Did we all give first let class me a bump, 5.5? Let me bump Captain Marvel up then to a 5.6, because <clears throat> first class, uh, listeners, go rewatch that movie. That take off the C and the L of the title of that movie. Ooh. Dude. Magneto alone makes it better than this movie. Lies. Lies. So so Captain <laughs> Marvel's gonna be under a five point five for for Micah. Wow. Ben, go ahead. Me? First? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Micah. Okay. Whoa. Go, go right. so Micah. Grand finale. Micah Absolutely. gets the grand finale. So he... I said so I said before this movie started, I'd said to you, Ethan, I said, I think I'm going to like this better than <laughs> what I originally thought. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen this movie. I think I'm gonna like this better. I'm fresh off the Marvels, mm. which was truly terrible. It was not good. That movie is offensively bad, in my opinion. Mm. And this movie, uh, it did not live up to what I said. <laughs> I, it was not better than I had originally thought. It's just, it's just, it is what it is with many problems. It is what it is. And the lead never becoming engaging. I don't know who to blame here. I really don't. But For writing. Is it the writing? Writing direction. Yeah. It's just the story is not that interesting. It just never really pulls you in. And even Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, who is a titan of industry, never has me pulled into this movie. So... With all of that being said, it is not offensively bad, though. Never once am I sitting here and being like, what in the world are you doing? Except for the scrolls, which really take a lot off this movie. Um, and in that case, I'm giving this a five. Mm. A five out of ten. Middle of the road. Call this. Very mid. Oh, mid. Well, I, I think that this movie, uh, unlike what you guys said, I think it very so slightly dips its toes into the offensively bad territory. Mm. Um, not quite to the uh, extent what, as what, what I would... Dip, what dips its toe, Micah, in there? What Other than Brie toe? Larson's toes that we see for a brief Ooh. brief shot in the movie. You know, I think I want to see this 139 more times. <laughs> oh, man, I forget about that oh, scene. Some guy you should make. Mystery solved. <laughs> Mystery solved. Uh, I I think the biggest offense to me is the waste of potential that this has. Uh, it sets itself up so mm-hmm. w- with such hopes, right at the beginning, like oh this is going to be this movie, and then it it just unfairly turns to a completely different movie that I don't care about. And yes, there are some redeeming qualities. But no, it is not enough for me to make this more than a five. Mm. This is going to be a 4.9 for me. Mm. Um, looking at my scores by it, I gave Daredevil a 4.8. I think after watching Daredevil one, season one <laughs> and two, uh, I would I would probably bump that down yeah, a dude. little more. Oh, it's just so because bad. So Charlie bad. Cox is so good as Daredevil, just in comparison. Ben Affleck so as, sucks. As you are computing those scores of a... A five, a five point five, and a four point nine, Micah. Mm. If you're not, if if I didn't cut you off, no, you, that's about all I had to say. The rest was just about. Charlie I Cox, have a so. proposition to you, gentlemen, on this Marvel movie marathon. Would it be too much? And and it very well could be because I thought about it, and then I thought about it some more. And I'm like, eh, maybe it's we should. Too much. Do you're this. an idiot. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sometimes I think about that a lot. Actually, I have a thought, and then I'm like, wait. Would it be too much 
to at the end of this, at the end of all things, go back and you get three re rankings. Can we make it five? Then it's <laughs> no, then, only then three. You no, only please. get three. You only get three. And How about you six say, for the number of infinity stones, Ben? I, that's oh, too much. Too I feel like that's too much. That's too many movies to use to alter the scores. I also think. I also think. Just for the memes. The more, <laughs> the more you fiddle around with it, it's like, no, I want this higher, so I'm going to give it a higher score. No, it's a regret that you have. Okay, maybe I, maybe I don't think that is truly this high, or maybe it's not that bad. I've been maybe thinking deserves, about this a lot. You know. Yeah. Would it be would it be too much or we're fresh off the movie? This is my score. We're not so fresh off of it anymore. Now we have Let's time talk to about think this about later. It. You know, we'll, we'll, that's that's something Eden I want to That's about. a stupid idea. No, 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 no. We're, Get off this podcast. Talk about that later. You are off the panel. We've just been very strict about our scores up until we this have, point. We have been. That's why it might be a stupid idea. But we could pull out our time stones. You know, it's not a stupid score. Is our score for Captain Marvel. Uh, ben... With a 5.6, Ethan. Oh, sorry, 4.5. Ethan with a 5.6. Hold on. I'm oh. looking at the wrong thing. I'm oh, looking at Blade <laughs> Trinity, which is right beneath it. Let me highlight this now. Ethan with a 4. Ethan with a 5.6. Ben with a 5. And me with a 4.9. That averages out to a 5.17. Our second MCU movie to have a rotten score. <gasps> Ouch. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, yep. Right, right. Do yep. we? Is this our worst MCU film? This is our worst MCU film. Dang. It is. Uh, the Incredible uh, Hulk was a five point eight. Re- this is a five point one. You guys hate women, don't you? No, we really want. Like, I you really want to be different. <laughs> you rated it the worst out of us. <laughs> like, I, I really want to be different. When you look at every MCU ranking, this one is always at the bottom, and you always want to have a, a hot take. You always want to be defend a film more than it deserves, but. As it shows, the three movies that are at the bottom of almost everyone's ranking are at the bottom of our ranking. And that just goes to show, like, common consensus yeah, Dark World, is a big thing. Incredible yes. Hulk and Captain Marvel. But yeah. there's still a pretty big jump between Incredible Hulk and Dark World. I, I feel that there is some merit to Dark well, World. We give, is, we give a lot of sympathy to Dark World because Loki is a great character. Thor well, is a and, good character. And I love Thor. Oh, like yeah, I really like Thor. Like... I also don't really see. You say you see those movies at the. I definitely see Thor. I definitely see Iron Man two. You know, I don't usually see Captain Marvel at the very bottom mm. of the list. Especially Hollywood Reporter. It's it's definitely low, but it's not always at the very bottom. So I mean, that might be the case for us. And again, if you like this movie, again, the we we are sharing our opinion. So often that is not the case. You you are not allowed to do that on the internet. There were very there were very many comments that I read on that Captain Marvel, the Marvel Ooh. short that oh, yeah. is just yep. You guys are you guys are like okay. Is sharing your opinion not a thing on the internet anymore? Hmm. It's starting to when become has it that ever way. Been a thing, Ben. Well, yeah, we talking about Ben. Come on. But that's where I'm at right now. If you like this movie, we're not telling you Good you're an idiot. for you. Yes. Go watch it 140 times. Go, go, yeah, go watch it. Buy the 4K. Guess who doesn't like this movie? We don't. Me. Yeah, and that's I okay. Don't. Not every movie's made for everyone. Exactly. And yeah, we said maybe the writing's not good. Maybe you like the writing. 
good for you. Good for you. <laughs> if you like it, please leave a comment down below. Michael liked Venom, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to Brandon Stoneberg. Hopefully you're listening this far in. He approached me on Wednesday and said he loves Venom too. So he he hopped in the Venom ring. Venom also or Venom 2? Uh, I don't know. Brandon, let me know if I you like Venom. I like Venom Carnage. The second one, yeah. Which one are you talking know. about here? But yeah, not, not every movie connects with everyone. And this is our ranking, the definitive correct ranking on the Three internet. Three thumbs down. Three thumbs down. <laughs> Three thumbs down. Right there. Three no, three big toes down. Let's do this yeah. correct. hundred percent. <laughs> well, we kind of already spoiled it, but Micah, what's next week? We're in the end game now. <laughs> we are we have made it. Guys. Fifty-five. Who would have thought film? Man, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Man, am I excited? Guys. Holy cow. We're going to have to I, figure out how to fit a three-hour movie into our schedules next week. Easy. If I'm, it's for game, it's easy. I'm fitting it on Thursday. I can do it. You guys want to record Thursday? We'll talk about <laughs> we'll that talk after about this. That. Yeah. Because <laughs> we definitely got some things to talk about. Yes, scheduling for sure. For those of you who are listening later on, and this is a little bonus to you for mm. the two of you who are listening. Zach. All right. We... Brandon. We have come, we are 95% sure John Cross. that we have come to a conclusion on what our next marathon is going to be. And for those of you who are listening, I believe it is going to be, as of right now, I think... Say it together, guys. Ready? Three, two, one. Lord of Oh! Dang it. I guess we haven't come to a conclusion yet. I love it. That was perfect. Cut this out. No, this staying no, in, man. 100%. No, uh, I think it's going to be Star Wars. I think we're going to do Star Wars next. I'm in down. release order. Uh, a New Hope. Actually, it's just Star Wars at the time. Can we confirm Ewoks? I... Uh, yes. Oh, we can confirm Ewoks. It's in recording, we guys. We're doing the Ewok films. Ewoks. We don't know if it's going to be a whole episode talking about all of that together. Holiday special rewatch? Or uh, if we're going to do that. I, I can't have to confirm that right now. No, I'm oh. not committing to that. If you want a great <laughs> holiday special podcast, go check out me and Ethan talking about that uh, great film. We're watching A New Hope again. We, we are watching New Hope again, but this time a good movie. This Micah. time we're ranking it. Oh, this time we're gonna rank it with all three of us, and that's gonna be fun because I bet Marvel, it'll be number one. Marvel has we have largely not had that differing opinions on Marvel, but there is definitely some big differences of opinion on the Ooh, Star Wars universe. Yeah, for sure, and that's gonna breed some great conversation. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So look forward to that in the coming of the new year, those of you. Who are listening? Our year in review is coming up too. I'm Which, excited for that. Oh the man, I've already awards. started to make that. Holy cow! Am I excited for that? That's going to be a great podcast. Yes. Um, but otherwise, we have Avengers Endgame, we have Spider-Man: Far From Home, and we have Dark Phoenix left. Swap, swap Spider-Man and Dark Phoenix. Swap those two. Yeah. No, my bad. Yeah. Peak, peak, and peak. Trash. Oh, peak. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Peak, 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 and peak. Yeah. We will be the judge of that. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for all of that exciting things, for all of those exciting things at Multiverse Monologues. My name is Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan. I'm Captain Micah. And we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.